0: yo what's up sir?
1: <laughs> here we are let we'll just we'll record two minutes at a time how about that <laughs>
0: yeah. uh this might yeah i don't know what's going on
1: well we'll see we'll see there's there's a glitch or something somewhere but yeah so at the texas rangers game it was 107 at the start of the game which is usually around seven o'clock in the evening you know and said so that was their warmest start ever in history so wow um it reminds me a couple of years back when we had the, the drought real bad and hay prices got up real high and it was just kind of miserable.
0: Yeah. I think it was 2011.
1: Was it, Yeah. 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 That's what I was telling somebody yesterday. I thought it was seven or eight years ago. So.
0: Yeah. Because uh, somebody was talking about it, that they were like, uh, I don't, you know, the last time it's been this hot was 2000 2011 and I was like, you know, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. And then I remember, then I was like, oh, that was the summer that Caleb was born. So he was born May twenty eighth. And so, of course, I don't remember it because I would have been in the house with the newborn, you know? <laughs> like, I didn't like, get outside, so. That's
1: right. You already made it through April and May in the Texas heat, so you were like, I'm not going to spend June with a newborn baby in it.
0: Right. Yeah. And so, and I didn't go back to work until like the end of August or September. Yeah. And so I totally, of course, I wouldn't remember how hot it was because I was inside. Yeah.
1: Smart woman. That just means you're a smart woman. Well, I, I, uh, I look at women in, in, in Texas and I look at women like, you know, the women that are in Africa and in uh, Mexico that are pregnant walking around in that severe heat. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, God created a pretty, pretty amazing little manufacturing facility for you guys. Cause, cause whew, man, it's, yes. it's, it's hard <laughs> enough and hot enough. I don't know. I don't know how y'all do it
0: yeah, without that. Of, so kind of crazy.
1: It is kind of crazy. Speaking of crazy. Um, I went and did some initial school shopping with the girls the other day.
0: Did you? Um,
1: I did. I, uh, we were shorthand at the office and we needed some help and I, uh, I wasn't going to have them come originally. And then it kind of occurred. It ended up that we were going to need help. So I said, Hey, um, why don't y'all come? And, uh, and I said, when we get done, we can go and, uh, drive to Weatherford and see y'all could, I can take you to target. And then they were all up. All right. Boom. What? Target. Yeah. (laughs) Target. So, um, so yeah, so we went and did that, um, after work and, uh, uh it, It's in the same parking lot right there as Target, so I had a couple beers. Uh, we went and, and ate first. I should say that, not I wasn't sitting on the parking lot at Target chugging, yeah. chugging. Uh, that
0: makes you sound like a uh,
1: I know you're like winning yo yeah, yo. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> mental image you driving up the Target, and there's uh. old Doc, Dr. Leduc sitting in his truck just having a beer. Hi, yeah. how are you?
0: Y'all go into the target and, that's get some right. clothes and daddy's going to sit out here and drink his beer.
1: Yeah. Y'all go get whatever y'all want. Here's $3 <laughs> for you. Here's $3 <laughs> for you. So that's not what I was doing. We went and ate in a little Mexican food place right there, kind of in that little same, like it's in the same shopping center, whatever you want to call it. So I had a couple of beers and then, uh, went up there and, uh, they I, actually initially they went into target you'll be proud of me i am entering into the modern technology area era i um have had i have a, a cassette stereo player okay that's Seriously? right you heard you heard me right a cassette stereo player Why? that is at at my office oh i'm not done yet i'm going to give you plenty of ammo here in just a minute Oh, boy it's it's at my office i've had that office for 20 years <laughs> this is the stereo get this get this get this this is the stereo that it's it's like you used to buy it where it was all in one console so it's got an amp in it it's got a um you know a tuner
0: mm-hmm.
1: um it's got all the selection uh things i yes. had it back then i had to do an add on for a cd player oh boy. which um initially it was one drive and then later i came back and bought the rotating table one, you know. Um, and then it it has it's connected, it has two like dual cassette players. Back there, this was the badass, this was the the schnizzle, man. It was it had two cassette players, sis. Mm, wow. So so about two weeks ago, um, something went down, I don't know what, at the office, and we couldn't figure it out. We we play music throughout the office and mm-hmm. something broke down, and so we normally pipe stuff off pandora or spotify or amazon music or itunes over the speakers in the office
0: right couldn't get,
1: couldn't get it to work so but you know what did work huh huh come on <laughs> make You're a guess the cassette player the cassette player my man what's up so so the oh my cassettes gosh, st- I bet that still, made your
0: day. I that was imagine. the
1: best. I was oh, running. God, I have mean, a huge lost. smile on my face right now. Oh. I was walking around being like, that's right. That's right, you little punk.
0: You live uh-huh. for stuff like that.
1: I'm like, yep, yep. I am an old man walking. That's right. That's right. And so I'm like, you know what's working? Like I would tell, so so Sable, who's amazing and 20 years old, um, has probably never seen one, right? And I'm like, Sable, did you hear that? You you hear Elvis playing in the background? That's right. Uh-huh. You know why he's singing in the background? Because of my cassette player. That, listen to this, Samantha, that I bought in college. Wow. Okay. So so it's twenty-five, thirty years old. So um, yeah, it's probably twenty-seven years old. So so I'm like, yeah, that's right. And she's looking at me like I just like bit the head off a frog. She's like, like, what?
0: What are like, you what's even talking about?
1: Tape? Yeah, what is, I'm like, you know, the Sony Walkman, and she then, her face, like, she gave me the next version of disappointing face. Um, And so, but yeah, so we had, um, and what was cool about those cassettes is that they would get to the end of it, and they would just flip and start playing the, you know, going back the other way. Wow. So, uh, I really... Forgot
0: that I forgot yeah, that you did that. Remember that?
1: It would just <laughs> clink, click, and then keep going. So... <laughs> High technology, high uh, technology. Um, is- <laughs> so? So the moral of the story is that's all that was working. So I was trying to figure out what I was going to do to bring us into the new modern era. Um, and so I, I got some Sonos um, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth speakers. Um, oh, for the
0: office. This is yeah this for the office. You back to your target story.
1: So I got out of the truck. <laughs> I was not drinking in the truck. Thank you very much. they went into Tarjay, um, to do the initial scouting. Right. Um, and then I walk in there later and have them stab it, kill it. And and we walk out with it. Right. Oh, 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 Um, (laughs) while they did the initial scouting work, I went into Best Buy and, uh, had about a five minute conversation with the dude and decided what I was going to get. So, so yes. So for the first time in 27 years, other than new cables, I, um, I upgraded my sound system at my office.
0: Nice. Welcome to 2018.
1: Uh, I, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited about uh, the new things that your people have to offer for me and my kind.
0: Yeah. Take it slow. You don't want to take it in. Yes, all at
1: once. yes, yes, yes. Tell me about these, uh, these movable boxes that the people sit in and take you places. <laughs> um, the, so, the did horse... the girls
0: did the girls break the bank on their school stuff?
1: Oh no. No, well, it, it wasn't uh it wasn't our full on like hey, let's go. We, typically we go to the Metroplex and we spend a day and we'll like eat and watch a movie or something and then they they kind of we can go to a couple different areas where they either have the stores that they like or the ones that I can afford. We'll put it that way too.
0: Yeah. And
1: um um, so we didn't do that, but this kind of, you know, allowed them, I think they all bought like, I owed Victoria some money. So she spent that of course. And then, um, and then I, uh, oh, and then they, Victoria bought something on her own. Um, and then of course, both of the other two were like, Hey dad, can I borrow money from you and I'll pay you back? Yeah.
0: Um, Cause they so, never have their uh, money with them.
1: No, no. So The cool thing about having all of our bank accounts connected is that I can just pull money in or out and it's kind of quick and easy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a fan of that, but um, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. I made them the other rule that I made them have is that if they, which I should post this on the Facebook, on the Facebook and on the Twitter um, is that they had to speak Spanish if they were in there the whole time. And so that includes speaking and texting. Right. So, wow. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I, I go buy my stuff, put it back in the truck, walk in and I can't find them. They're not in the junior section, the little girl section. So um, I said, uh, uh, I just texted them. Hey, where are you? And they, they texted me back. "Estamos en and Prohibador or whatever, which is changing room, which I'd never heard of, <laughs> um, and then I just it cracked me up. So I'm this dude that's you know I'm forty eight, gray hair, walking by myself in the middle of those really wide Target hallways. Not a lot of people there. Only thirty minutes till it closes, and I'm laughing at my at my screen. And, looking uh, like a pedophile. At, uh, looking special. like a dork. Oh my gosh. So uh, so I'm just cracking up, and then. The, I still don't see them, so I'm just standing there, like doo do do, waiting, and I and I hear "Hola, padre," yeah. <laughs> and then they walk up, and I'm like "Hola, ¿cómo estás? ¿Qué estás haciendo? Tenemos ropa para comprar," and which means "How are you doing? Did you find some clothes, or do you have some clothes to buy?" Mm-hmm. And they just look at me with a blank stare, like uh, "Hola, padre," and they yeah. just say that again, and then uh, and then we had. Some other things, funny things happen, but it was pretty funny. It was it cracked me up and then I, I did a video of them trying to talk. Victoria wouldn't even speak Spanish. She, she would go, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? It's is part of because she took Spanish. She put, took the first class. And I'm like, Is are some of those Spanish words? Like I I, I can't tell. And <laughs> and she would go, but and and it was <laughs> Just gibberish and but oh, it's making me laugh. And uh, and we all started laughing, and then I'm like, too bad, y'all spoke Presley spoke English. I'm like, y'all spoke English, y'all need to do push ups or something, which and I really didn't think they would do, but they did. Wow, and they counted them off. I have a video of it, they counted them off in Spanish, which was hilarious.
0: And this is all in Target,
1: oh, yeah. Oh yeah. There's nobody around. I mean, there's, there's like probably 20 people in the whole store, but, but anyway, it was just funny. And uh, that's, so it's, it's, it was, it was funny. And then I have a video of where we are just peeing our pants laughing because Stevie Kate didn't have to do any more pushups at that point, but she wanted to use the phone, I guess, speaks back in Spanish. Like you can translate it somehow. They figured out how to do it. And so she puts it on the floor and goes down to do more push-ups. And ins- instead of it saying one, two, three, or uno, mm-hmm. dos, tres, it says un mil doscientos treinta cuatro uh, mio- uh, 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 mil. And then the un millon... And then, anyway, it says one million two thirty 230, oh. two thirty four thousand like so she's trying to get it to say one two, three, four, five six, seven eight, nine ten, and it combined the whole number into just one large number <laughs> um, and she's doing push ups and then she looks up and it's weird i'll I'll send it to you and then if it if you think it's funny, then we'll post it but if if you think it's dumb then so nonetheless made the made the best of a of a good little night out and then uh yeah and then we drove home and uh and they got to sleep. And good. well, my dad listened to some some good positive stuff and uh got my coffee on the way home and it was all good. It was all okay. good. How about you and you and Caleb uh the the olive olive ranch. It's got to yeah. be a ranch. Olive ranch. Um are the food trucks there just outstanding or what's the deal there?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're good. So um, some friends of ours own olive ranch and they have, um, 20,000 trees, 22,000, not 20. Yeah. 20,000 trees and, um, out there and, um, they make the oil of course. And anyway, so they're open to the public on Saturday afternoons and into the evening. And, um, so we go sit out there and they have, games outside on the lawn so they have the whole like i think it's 30 30 or 40 acres of the trees but then they have like a an event center that they built at the front of the ranch and um and uh, then they have like a big lawn and and they have like picnic tables picnic tables and fire pits and stuff where people can hang out and then they have a food truck or two come out every saturday And you can just hang out and eat and they have beer and wine inside with TVs. And then they always have somebody, um, playing live music, like acoustic stuff. And so anyways, it's just a good escape, like a good, change of pace for Caleb and I to go on Saturday evenings because most of his, or a lot of his friends are there because it's people that he goes to school with that own it. And so, um, anyway, so he gets to run around the lawn and, you know, play all the game washers and all kinds of stuff that they do out there. And I can sit and have an adult conversation with people that I enjoy talking Mm -hmm. to and, you know, have a beer or two or whatever. And anyway, so yeah, we've been frequenting that, although it has been super, super hot. So lately we've been staying inside at the, at the ranch at the event center until the Mm -hmm. sun goes down a little bit. And then we go outside and last week, I guess it was, I took, I bought a bunch of stuff for s'mores, and um, because I was telling them at the at the ranch, the people that own it, I'm like, you need a dessert truck out here one night. and, sure and so I'm like, because we're sitting here, we'll you know end up sitting out there for a while, and then come like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. I'm like, sure could use something sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and so, anyways, we. But then the kids were like, and since they have fire pits every, you know, the fire pits are always going. I'm like, oh, we should do s'mores. And so, yeah, I bought a bunch of s'more stuff, like just to keep there and. Cool. So, yeah, we did s'mores um last weekend there with a when we went through like a whole package of everything, a like whole package of marshmallows. So, package. dude,
1: there's your side hustle.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You just, you just have a, we, you, we buy it in bulk, right? From, right. from China, marshmallows from China. Um, just kidding. Americans, we need to buy the American marshmallows, of course. Right. Um, no, but you, you buy that stuff and you sit over there and you, you make Caleb and his little friend sell them. Um, while you have your adult conversation. Yeah. Winning.
0: Winning. Yeah. It was good. It was good. So um yeah, we've been doing that on Saturdays and then I too finished up school shopping. Um, we went school shopping. Did, did you see that picture that I sent you the other day of um Caleb in the cart?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Did you yeah, you know what I'm talking yes. about? Oh yeah, um, yeah. And so I t- so when I was a kid school supply shopping like I was excited which I'm sure you can relate cuz I think probably your girls yeah. were the same way like you like to pick out your My girls stuff are. and Oh
1: yeah. You know, oh, yeah. okay.
0: Well, um so i not thinking like before I glanced at the list, you know, I just wasn't thinking and I told Caleb I'm like tomorrow we're going to go school supply shopping and he was like do I have to? I'm like dude, this is you know, this is a, this is going to be a good time. And, um, he's like, I don't really want to go. And I'm like, you're breaking my heart, man. Like school supply shopping, you know, let's, let's do it. And anyway, fun. Yeah. And he was like, well, okay. Anyway. So we get to Walmart and I mean like two minutes in, he's like, mom, let's go. This is, oh,
1: no way. I mean, yeah, good for but, him,
0: but-, but because this the list didn't leave him any flexibility to pick what he wanted. It was very specific. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So that all the kids have the same thing. And so yeah. he couldn't even pick out his own color folders or anything. He had to have one red, one blue, one green, whatever, you know. And he had to have certain specific kind of pencils. He had to have, you know, cert- uh, certain pair of scissors which he could pick between like the blue and the red or something, you know. But um, yeah. anyway, it was very, the only thing that he got to pick <laughs> was his backpack and we fought about that because <laughs> I, I saw am that yeah so uh, i hate character stuff like i hate just like i don't know i'm just i'm just yeah. that mom no like, you and it, you that. well
1: we're, we're similar in that way uh, macy used to buy like, like a, yeah
0: like i don't know just a solid tell i don't know i'm just not fun like that i just i i can't stand character stuff anyways yeah. He really wanted a Pokemon bag, and I'm just, I hate Pokemon. I hate that he has Pokemon cards. Yes, I can't stand it. I just don't see any point in it. But it's just like every other thing. Like, it's just me being that type A. Anyway, uh so he wanted a Pokemon bag. We found one at Walmart that was obnoxious. I like I was like you mm, 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 no. Like it was very not hating against Walmart because they had all of our school supplies. Like thank you, Walmart. Huge shout out to Walmart for having all of our specific things that we needed. But the the Pokemon backpack from Walmart was very Walmart. Like it, I was like, I can't, I just can't stomach it. I'm like, I can't do it. So I looked on Amazon and found one that we could both agree on. And of course, I paid a little bit more for it than the Walmart one, but it, at least it's not so in your face Pokemon. And um, so anyway, I, don't that that that. I don't even know what that you means.
1: I don't even know what that means. You know,
0: like just so ugh, like cheap looking. You know, just so. I don't know. I just don't like it. Anyway, so I found one on Amazon and he likes it and I'm happy. I'm, I'm fine with it. And Good. so he's all set. So then today we went uh, shopping for uniforms and um, a shout out to old Navy for having all the uniform things. And we got it, His, his clothes shopping done in 20 minutes.
1: Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That is fantastic. I'm jealous. Yep. I'm so yep. jealous. Yeah, a hundred
0: bucks, and he's a hundred bucks, and he's good to go for until he needs like long sleeves, which won't be, you know, which yeah. won't yeah. be until like December, right? So around here, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like a hundred to me, a hundred bucks is not like that's pretty good, you know, like he's good, he's good for a, yeah. a long time. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, they had the shorts and the shirts. He has to have a specific color. He can only wear like two or three two or three different colors of shirts and then he has to have khaki shorts and Old Navy had the shorts today today for ten dollars and the shirts were fifty percent off. So I was like Gunny. There you go.
1: There you yeah, go. Yeah,
0: I'm and, and he was like <laughs> he was like, uh, can I can I get this can I get that you know ask me a bunch of different stuff like he saw like some kind of Batman cap or something I was like no and he's like well what can I get what can I get for me "Uh, you're getting (laughs) school uniforms for you he goes I know but like what can I get to like wear for me Yeah. again school uniforms I know mom but I mean like what can I like like what can I like get for me (laughs) yeah we're getting this for you and that's That's the end of the story Anyway it's so funny
1: that. how kids. I, I gotta say, it's so funny how kids go through seasons, where mm. like, like he was probably at a season at some point where he wouldn't have said that. You know, like asked like four times.
0: Right.
1: Like my girls, for the most part, the the middle two are at a place where if they hear me say that, like they get it. Yeah. But then they also like when they're around thirteen again, they stop kind of thinking. Thirteen, fourteen, seventh, eighth grade, they stop thinking and they kind of just they. Like, you're like, no, no, that's what we we came to school shop. That's what we did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all good, parent, parental figure. But what I'm asking <laughs> you is, what about me? And, and yeah. I did not choose the uniform school right. to go to. So, you know, which I don't yeah. know if that's an American thing or a worldwide thing. But um, it still cracks me up. Sorry.
0: No, yeah, it's true. Because, I mean, like, just yesterday, I, I was telling him listen to my answer when you ask me for something and my answer is no it's no you're gonna just make me you're gonna like lose even more chances if you keep asking me four times you yeah know? yeah so uh, he anyway so I was like get in the dressing room mm-hmm. and try this on and make you know let's make sure that it, you have room to grow in this stuff and you know we're done anyway and so um did that work I said Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he, yeah, yeah, he knew, like, when I was serious. And so, um, you know, when I talked to like, get down on his level and look at him in his eye, and then he knows that I'm serious. Yeah, And so, um, and part of it, I mean, I can't, like, I mean, part of it is just like the regular mommy distractions, you know, like, I'm digging for his size, I'm looking for the right shorts, you know, and he's in the background. Hey, mom, can I have this? Hey, mom, can I, you know, and he's talking to me while I have 18 other things on my mind right plus looking for his size plus trying to figure out how much it's going to be yeah plus this plus holding all the things you know and so yeah part of it is my my fault to where you know because I'm ignor not ignoring him but you know you're just not focused on what they're saying all the time and well so, you can't be
1: you can't be yeah that's, and that's, so yeah
0: so I took him to the dressing room I squatted down I looked at him in the face and I said we are here to buy your school you know this is what we're buying I said if you will kindly try this on for me then maybe we can walk out and look for one thing that we can agree on that you can get for yourself
1: right and so
0: he found a pair of flip-flops for three dollars and I was like that's fine that's yep. fine get the flip-flops let's go anyway but yeah regar- regardless we're still done in like 20-25 minutes and yeah. so I really can't complain
1: well it's I, I'm, I'm with you 100% and I, I actually think about those moments, like, you know, where everything's not a battle, right? Yes. And you, you right. teaching them how to compromise. And then we, I very specifically, and we used to teach this class called Growing Kids God's Way, right. and we used to talk about it and say, you know, you need to discuss these things sometimes in a moment of non-conflict, <laughs> whether right. it be with your spouse or with your children. Right. Um, but there's there's, like they said, also, like, you can have – Not a test, but have specific things set up to where, you know, you're going to go in one time, you know, like last, like this last time you allowed him to get the flip flops. Then there's going to be next time you're going in and, you know, he's going to be tempted. Like I when my kids are like, hey, can I go look at that? Most of the time I'm like, sure. You know, just don't make me don't make me come find you. Just be close. Um, And then and then they're like, hey, can I get this? Can I get that? right with with a smile no no and um and they and they learned that that when they get those things it's a blessing and uh yeah. so whether it, whether it feels like it right right now or not mom uh you are teaching him that they're how to compromise and how to communicate and uh and then that other times that like here's the line in the sand we're going in there to buy you know some cooking stuff or some baking stuff for a school project or some cookies or whatever and that's it. We're coming out, like we're not yeah. getting extra crap, you know. So uh, I don't know about any of the of our listeners that are out there, but sometimes um, I actually kind of had to um, deprogram myself to stop going. When every time I get fuel, I would go in and um, and get a a tea or something, and oh, right. uh, and a candy bar or or sunflower seeds or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and it, it was twice a week, you know, I mean, it, which is not the end of the world, but that stuff adds up.
0: It's yeah, kind like does. going to
1: Starbucks every day. So.
0: It does. I, it does. I mean, for us, money is really, really tight right now right. Uh, because I haven't been busy and, um, and that's hard because, you know, summer, I mean, I, I hate sitting at home every day, you know, with not going anywhere, but it's, I don't want to, every time we go out, it's like you spend, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. And so um, I've been making little changes here and there because the little stuff adds up. I deleted my Amazon app off of my phone um, so that I'm not tempted tempted to buy stuff. I don't need, like if I need it bad enough, then I make myself go to the store and that, and I hate going to the store. So it makes me decide, you know, you you know, do I really need it or not? And then uh, just a few changes here and there, you know, like, Caleb's actually a little bit more I would say probably a little bit more of an introvert than I am and he really doesn't like to go anywhere like the other day we were leaving BBS and I was like where are we going now and he was like "Um, we're going home and I'm like (laughs) oh good call yeah good call we don't need to go anywhere you know like i just yeah. sometimes i just you know get bored here or just i don't know this summer has been really long yeah and um you know we were like i said we were leaving vbs and i was in my head i'm like oh sure kind of would be good to get like an ice cream or you know go find a snow cone stand or something and so i didn't say any of that but i just asked caleb we we're pulling out of the parking lot i'm like where are we going he was like oh we're going home that's and awesome. i'm like okay yeah we are you're right yeah
1: that's so smart so, so smart well and, and I don't know about you, but I didn't grow up every time we went somewhere getting an ice cream or a soda oh, or, a, no or a, a snow cream. And like, yeah. there's, I know families that are around here that, that going to snow coast stand in the summer is just kind of their thing. It's yeah. totally okay. It probably yeah, exactly. doesn't even make a dent in their pocketbook. Um, yeah. but, but there's two things for me Is one of them is just the consumer of them, is it? And I'm just as guilty of anybody else, like I shared a minute ago. And the second thing of it is, is if you're going to partake in something like that, what's it doing for your, your, or your children's uh, mind, body, and soul. And so if it is um, dumping a ton of highly processed sugars and dyes into their body, um, and it's also like, eh, it's no big deal. Let's go, you know, get eight, 10, $12, $15, in my case, it's $20 worth of snow cones um then then that's another thing that they're learning is is that look it's no big deal and unless we teach them how to manage their money um Mm -hmm. when they get to uh, where they're out of the house um yeah you know you just can't go do those things it's it's kind of one of the things i struggle with with the debit card um, since I switched to it, I'm just not good at it. I need, I need to do better at, uh, managing that side and of things. I, but.
0: I'm pretty much, um, most of the time on cash because most of I get paid in cash a lot for my right. photography. And so I try to just like, if I don't have cash in my wallet, I try to, you know, say no or whatever. But so the other day, this is kind of a funny thing, but kind of a learning thing. Caleb, um, was like, can I have some milk? yeah you you can go you know or you know go fix it yourself kind of a thing like you're seven go anyway I said yes you can have milk so he goes and fixes it and um goes and does something and I was I don't know doing something in my office or folding clothes I don't know and um he uh so I walked into my bedroom and on my nightstand there was three glasses lined up and um hang on can I help you Hey. Step out, please. No, go. Hmm. Anyways, I'm telling your milk story. So there was three glasses of milk lined up on my nightstand and um I walked up and all three glasses are completely full of milk. And I'm like, What are you doing with this milk? Why are there three glasses? And he's like, Well, I was thirsty. I needed this much milk. I'm like, When you finish one glass, then you can go fill it up and get you another one. I'm not ever gonna deny you of milk. But, um, anyway, so the, so the end of the story is that he ended up wasting them because he let him sit out too long and et cetera, et cetera. So I told him, I said, the next time you, I go to the, we're going to the grocery store, be prepared to take your wallet because you're going to buy the next round of milk. Yeah. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yep, because you need, I mean, like you're wasting. Learn the value. You're not learning the concept of, you know, anything. And so, um, yeah. So anyway, so he had to buy the next the next time we went to the grocery store he had to buy the milk and good. I think he was a little a little surprised that I'm followed through. But Yes,
1: yeah. The kids are if they like if they ask to borrow money like they did the other day, they're always shocked when I actually take it out. You know, they're like, Oh, dad. And we and we talk about this between for and again, this might be something some of you out there can relate to, whether it's with your you and your spouse or you and in, in, in my case with the, with an ex. But they won't expect it of her of the other side but they will of me so in other words they they know they have to pay for it themselves right in the other house but but over here they know i'm i i kind of take care of the most important things and then there'll be times when i'm like nope that one's on you and you guys have to pay for it okay. um and then when i take it out they're like ah. Oh like he actually did it. So,
0: um,
1: but it, it's, um, it's pretty regular now. They're not as shocked anymore, but we talk about that double standard sometimes like whether it be with you or grandparents or, or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So speaking of that, um, you and I have been talking, it's been a while since we, um, since we did a podcast and we've just been busy and running and blowing and going. And, um, and we were, talking about um doing one and we we've kind of hit a mess probably I don't know three or four times
0: and um
1: and and then you and I actually slowed down enough to actually stop and communicate and share about um some some things we've been struggling with that have been consuming time consuming emotions and energy Mm -hmm. and um and so um today is Sunday and uh which is obviously a, a day for to kind of sit back and, and relax, hopefully a little bit, but also for some spiritual growth and introspection. And so um we talked about um trying to set aside some time to do it and it worked for both of our schedules, number one, but also two, I I think I, I feel like anyway, I should say that uh, we we both have something to share about it. And so that's what Samantha and I um, wanted uh, to come uh, with uh, today was just talking about struggling, um, struggling in life. Sometimes when the struggles get in the way, um, yes. I saw a bunch of uh, uh, memes this morning. I'll put one of them on there. It says the struggle is real, but so is God or the struggle is real, but so is Jesus. Um, and, and so we have these sayings, Samantha, that are out there in society that almost, um, uh, maybe glorifies, not the right word, but they give too much power to the struggle. So when we say, man, the struggle is real, or we're complaining mm-hmm. or we're bitching or moaning or whatever, right. um, it, it's, it, it's, it's legit. Like it's, it's there. I've experienced it. You've experienced it. Caleb has experienced it your parents are experiencing it. My parents, my daughters, my family is experiencing it. I'm experiencing it at work. Um, You know, your cash flow issues in the summer when you don't have as many clients, that's a, that's a struggle. Um, Spiritual struggles. Um, With me, my morning routine has been so hodgepodge and all over the place. And, um, and, and so is it real? Yeah. It's not to diminish this, not, but We have to be careful because sometimes then we get into this rut and we just accept it. And life's kind of sucking a little bit. Um, And it's a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there. And then you look up and where's your routine, right? Where's your, where's your healthy water? Where's your exercise? Where's your
0: um, spiritual
1: growth, your, your meditation. And so um, you, you and I talked about that. You want to share a little bit kind of just about general, Thoughts on yeah. on that, and then you can go into a little bit of of, of what um of what you want to share.
0: Yeah, um, well, just I you kind of hit it on the head with all of them. I mean, I'm I, we're always real with y'all on here, but today's like gonna probably be extra real. Um, yeah, yeah. I am really struggling with a lot of stuff um, lately. I've gotten out of my routine of meditating and doing my devotions in the morning. Um, And I'm not going to try to make excuses, but I mean, there's always reasons for stuff like, you know, we're not, we're not on a routine because it's not, you know, we're not in school. And so it's easier since we don't have to get up at a certain time every morning, it's easier just to sleep late and then or for me to sleep until Caleb wakes up or whatever. And so that's one of our biggest, um, probably one of my biggest reasons is why, why I got out of the routine is just, laziness in the summer just you know not sticking with it and it has had such a negative impact on me lately I am just really emotional and I'm struggling with you know a lot of stuff just in in my personal life and right um but I think you're Uh, worn out can I say that um, that you're emotionally um, kind of yeah worn out yeah and um yeah just I don't even know where to, I like I couldn't even find my notebook that I used to have notes in for this podcast like before we started I was running around the house. You know, usually my house is pretty tidy and I'm keep of, you know, like I'm just you know that enough yeah. about me and yeah. my house is a wreck. I have laundry everywhere. I couldn't even find my notebook. I haven't written a blog in I don't know how long. I had a like a like a four year old meltdown the other day, um I had a lot of tears this morning like I just I'm not in a good place and and I think a lot of it has to do with just getting out of my routine of doing good stuff for me. I'm still working out um that has kept i still going's been huge
1: yeah, that's been huge
0: um so that I've kept I'm still drinking my water, I'm not doing you know like. I haven't gotten as far as like, I'm not drinking sodas or anything like that. I'm still, so I'm still on the pretty straight and narrow as far as working out and stuff goes, but man, emotionally, like I'm not getting enough sleep. I haven't been sleeping good. Yeah. Um, I went to counseling the other day and um, that session went good. But ever since then, I've just been feeling, you know, a bunch of different stuff. Um, Caleb is going to counseling and we're about to hit a really tough spot with that and as far as him understanding um a little bit more about his dad's death and yeah. so that's approaching and i know that that's coming and just i'm just really burned out honestly on being single like i'm yeah. so i'm so i'm so bored and lonely like it's just it sucks and i've let it get a hold of me and i've let myself become bitter about it and um and I go through this every now and then like, it's, I see it, but I, but the difference is, is I catch myself now yeah. and I try to turn it around before it gets too far. And that's what I've been working on this week in the last few days. But it, it's really been, it's really, really been tough lately. So well, just wanting to yeah. be open and share that so that it's easy to make, make your life sound like we have it all together. You know, like you and I give a lot of good advice yeah. on here. And I don't want people to think like, wow, they, they always have it together. They don't have any struggles or they don't, you know, I like, I'm, I'm at the bottom people. Like I am trying to figure stuff out. And and
1: that's, that's right. It is, it is life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's one of those times I'm really happy and, and proud of the name that we came up with, uh, motivation for your real life. Um, Mm -hmm uh, and, and the reason for that is because that's what you and I talked about. We're like, can we just go on there and be ourselves and just be real? And so, um, there's, I'm, I'm going to share a little bit about m- my stuff. And then before we go any farther, I, I want you to give me your perspective on how much tougher things would be right now if you had not been eating right. And if you had not been exercising, so just hold that thought for just a second, but so, so for me, um, we had a changeover turnover in my office manager position. Uh, she had um, come to us um, several months before and was struggling. It was just kind of weird, like walked out. Um, we were in the process of, she was my, what we were calling my happiness ambassador. And so we were uh, working hard to, to create a good positive culture and do good things uh, within the office and the team. Um, and, um, there's this clinical side of it, but there's also the human that them in, in pouring a lot of energy into human beings, uh, takes a lot of energy, um, to do it the right way. And she was amazing at what she did. I, I love her for, for what she did and how she, um, helped us. But what ended up happening after she left was that, um, a ton of our financials and our accounts and stuff, um were were had uh, had not been uh, taken care of properly now it didn't mean that we were charging anybody improperly or correctly that was all good we had just not been collecting and so we've been um, had a ton of people that we've been having to go back and said hey six months ago we were supposed to run your card it didn't get ran you know I mean
0: wow and yeah.
1: and it's been and everybody that does in my office whoever's on a payment plan which we allow people to pay stuff off by doing an in-office payment plan, um, they have to agree to do auto draft. And, um, and like in my Eastland practice, almost all of them were not on auto draft.
0: Um,
1: because we're small office, we really don't have the capacity and manpower to, um, go and chase around people and try to get them to, to do that stuff. And so, Um, and it's human nature, you know, if something doesn't come out of your checking account, some people will go and bring it up and say, Hey, um, um, you know, we need to, uh, we need to pay for that, but most people won't, you know, either they're not paying attention or they just, you know, like, cool, they didn't charge me, whatever. So we literally, the last two weeks have been, uh, spending almost double the effort. In making sure we're communicating with everybody, I've been I retrained the whole staff, the whole team. There's just a lot of things that um, that uh, we used to be in in our habit. In, in initially the last nine months, so it's not too 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 bad. But um, so that's been stressful. It's been tough. Um, you know, a lot of hours, extra hours, a lot of time, um, trying to manage the more difficult situations where we have families, two, three, four, five people which gets a whole lot more complicated with insurance and everything. Yeah. And then like I've got stacks of stuff when you and I get done here in a little bit, I'm going to sit down and, and my goal is to go through two more families of accounts uh, this evening. So, um, so that's been tough. Um, we've also, it's that time is to year where we have people out for vacation. And so right. we had like somebody get married, gone for a week. And then we had somebody wow. uh, gone on vacation for a week and a half. And then, different person on vacation, another person on vacation. And so we've been shorthanded and, um, and that creates an extra stressor where, where I'm trying to do double duty and make sure everything up front, uh, is good. And that would be tough even if it wasn't the financial stuff going on, but, right, exactly. um, the good news is that, um, we learned from that, right? It's an opportunity. Um, and that's been my focus. And so it allows me to kind of, uh, uh, keep that at the center of of function, but the 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 tough part for the team is I said, you know normally we have a lot of or they have flexibility uh two or three of them that do it, and I said right now there's no flexibility, everything is this, um, and any exceptions go through me that's it that's it because I need to know on every single account every because this is my integrity it's it's about my morality and my good moral character with that um, on top of that. We had a big change um, with um, our our family dynamics, our family situation, uh, which has a major major effect um, uh, with my girls and um, and their emotions and and, uh, their relationship uh, with their mama. And um, and and it was things had, had been strained for three, four months. Mm -hmm. Um, but but we'll just say things came to a head and and um and so spent a lot of times with with crying girls in my arms and uh just just talking to them and um and sharing with them and um and going through um the, the two words that kept coming up were i'm mad and i'm confused
0: yeah um
1: and and oddly enough samantha i think that's an emotion that you and I would say we probably feel um, on some things. And I think it's something Caleb probably says in his counseling. So, so I took one of the two middle girls to a counselor on Tuesday. We got this, found out about this news on Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, And um, it's, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been um, a challenge. It's been tough. Um, That being said, um, you know, the outcome, once everything kind of settles and the dust settles, things will be better. And I apologize right. for being too vague about this with everybody. Um, but, um, I'm going to be respectful to, um, to, uh, the girl's mom and to, um, right. to our, our, situation. Um, but, um, once thing kind of settles a little bit, um, we're going to, uh, be good and be better and should improve our communication. You know, a lot of things should get better. I believe they will. Uh, they have in the past. And she and I have already had several conversations that have been really good and positive. Um, good. And fun, funny good. enough, she she was saying, yeah, uh, you know, I need to get back into counseling. Also, our family has always believed in that. And she said, I, I want you to tell me more information on, on your morning routine with the with the meditation and the uh, good and the quiet good. time and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm all about that. Um, a good thing that's happened that we, that we got, um, scheduled, that's going to start this Thursday, Friday is the two middle girls are going to go in for the neurofeedback, um, uh, treatment and yeah. So they'll do an assessment on Thursday and then, and then actually do start the actual process on Friday. And then it's going to be like two sessions a week. Do you
0: have to go, do you have to go to Fort Worth for that or is it?
1: Dude. Coolest coolest thing. So there's two different types, really. Um, One of them is kind of more of a generic one. And that's what Victoria and I went to. You don't, that one doesn't target any specific issues, right? So uh, Victoria has the misophonia where they're like crunching and smacking really bothers her. And I think there's a lot of people that can identify that with that where you're next to people and they're smacking or eating or munching, bugging, bugging the crap out of you um so she's got that and then presley had her concussion and so um and so it's really one of those things that i just want to help them um heal from some of that stuff deal with kind of uh some of the anxiety that comes with it i don't want it to be an issue Uh, but the other part of it is is that um teaching them kind of this life skill of of when sometimes something is really kind of taking over my brain Um, similar to what you were talking about, Samantha, you know, where you just get bogged down and it's, Mm
0: -hmm. it's the same
1: thing, uh, with that you said about, um, uh, bored and lonely of being single. And sometimes you look around and you don't have that person to rely on. And, 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 and if you're not careful, that becomes your focus, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, we'll share a little bit about your dad and and his kind of, some of the aches and pains he's been having. If he's not careful, that becomes your focus right money's tight for for our our listeners you know if you're out there and money's tight that becomes your focus and you become obsessed with it yeah ocd with it and and consumed with it and so we're going to talk about some things before we leave today um that are going to some specific steps if something is consuming you if something that you have that you're struggling with. If you're dealing with the doldrums of the summer that that Samantha and I are sharing about, that that you can use to help get out of that, because we're going to be using them. Okay, where you guys can text us, you can call us, you can call us out on Facebook and be like, "Hey, man, are you guys doing your stuff?" Because <laughs> um, we want to be accountable to each other, and more importantly, we just want to be happy. We want to. It's it's not that sadness and frustration. You know, it's part of all of the emotional context that we have as human beings and thank the Lord that we have all of it. Right. There's no no such thing as being happy all the time. But but we don't want to allow these things to kind of consume us. So so the girls are going to go do that. And that's a good thing. But um, uh, yeah, it's it's um, it in, in these things. Let, let me say this, too. And, then, and then I'll turn it back to you, Samantha. For some of you that are out there, our stuff sounds petty. It sounds small. And we're both at a place where we know coming into doing this podcast and doing this, this teaching, if you will, and this sharing, essentially all we're doing is sharing and repackaging it. Repackaging it. Um, we know some of you are out there dealing with a dying loved one. You're mm-hmm. dealing with cancer. You're dealing with severe depression. You're dealing with loss of a loved one, a, a child. Uh, um, you're dealing with some things that may make what we're we're talking about right now sound sound silly, and and we feel you. We're there. I, we'd be the first ones to tell you um, that that sucks when you right. when when because the stuff we're dealing with. It, it stinks for us and we want to be here and kind of share and, and reveal our lives and talk about our journey through it. Um, but there's some of you out there, that are just dealing with some big, big, big piles of doo-doo. Yeah. And so we love you and we appreciate that. If we can pray for you, if there's something different um, that we can bring to the table to help you through that stuff, then we want to. The, the information we're going to share, by the way, is going to help whether you're going through a big thing or a small thing
0: right and And just keep and and keep in mind that sorry to interrupt but keep in mind that um we both of us have actually been on that side too where it is the big stuff and it and we're and we've been there where we're looking around and we see other people complaining about petty stuff and it's like I mean I've been there. I just Yeah, you're like remember, shut the
1: hell up. What do you yeah. know what you're talking about? You're bitching right. about mean, a little bit of money and and I just lost this or right. I lost yeah.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, I I remember that for a long time after my husband died. I couldn't stand to be around people who complain or I couldn't, it just, Oh, it made me so mad or so bitter or just whatever Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. hear people complaining about little stuff or they would say, Oh, you know, my husband didn't wash the dishes last night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, You know, so just understand that Steven and I have both been on the other side too. And we do know that our, our struggles could be worse right yeah. now they they always could be, they always could yeah. be, but just try to keep in mind that we 've been there, and we came out on the other side, and yes. that yes. um, right. 's so why we 're here talking about it that 's right that 's why we want to share our struggles amen. and share everything because we have been there we 've been where you 've been we 've done we 've had the death we 've had the the divorce and the the you know the drama and the the finances and the you know we've the addictions we've been there. and the yeah yeah, yeah the,
1: the, and and we both um uh, are close with our parents and we'll talk about that a little bit where you know there's there's stuff that we we um, uh, I don't think it, either of us would say that we have some big bad burden with with our parents but we no. we love our parents and we want to be there to help love and support them and and sometimes um, when, when our parents go through struggles and, and as yeah. an adult child, um, you are no longer in the realm of toddler and teenager. Right. Uh, you're in the realm of adulting and mm-hmm. an adult child, um, and then a friend of a parent sometimes sucks. Uh, there yeah. was something I, I read today about, uh, a mom that's addicted and that's, that's had some issues in the past and, and, um, and saying, you know, it can be a biggest blessing in the world to, to be there for a parent. Um, and sometimes it can also be just the biggest emotional uh, yes. difficulty, both. Yes. And it, if our parents listen to this, which they, they do, we love you. Uh, we cherish you there, I would not change not one single thing. I, I no. am, I'm the closest child to my, to my parents in proximity. My brother and my sister actually probably talk to mom more on the phone and stuff. Um, but, but the, the, it, it, it is a, a factor. And I think both you and I would both say that our parents, um, there's been times when they're like, um, they don't want to share something because they don't want it to be a burden. No, Mm -hmm. I, I need that. I need that connection, um, Mm -hmm. with my parents. Uh, and I'm going to read what it says. It says being your mom's support system is a labor of love. And at the same time, sometimes, um, when things are tough, can drain you mentally emotionally uh and faster than you even realize
0: mm-hmm.
1: um venting to your friends or family members may relieve some of the stress you feel for a short period of time but for all the times they listen to you um they may not truly understand the weight that you carry mm-hmm. and uh Samantha and I sh- shared and I said you know what when these families that live in close proximity to each other either together or you know they This is what my, I envision anyway, my grandparents and great-grandparents did for each other, right? They had, you know, six, eight, 10, 12 kids sometimes. You know, they had drama. And you know that every kid married somebody and they didn't always get along. And there was Mm -hmm. issues and people moving back and all that stuff. So we want to be there for our parents. And and, uh, that's a, for us, I think you and I would say it's a positive part of it. But we hurt for our parents also mm-hmm. whenever right. they're struggling and whenever they're going through things. So, and it's such a uh, tricky place to be. Yeah,
0: because like for me, I guess I just like when I'm around my dad, and I've mentioned on here before that um, about a year—it's not quite been a year, but about a year ago—he was in a really bad accident, and um, he was severely injured, and uh, he hasn't, re- you know, recouped completely and he never will um but how long was he in the
1: hospital just for perspective he was in the hospital for how long after 100 days so so three three plus months
0: yeah yeah and
1: then he was and then he was rehabbing and so he lost just a lot of a lot of blood a lot of muscle Uh, tissue
0: yeah he had 23 broken bones uh an amputated foot a partially amputated leg yeah. um it just uh, you know lots of breaks How many surgeries? Oh gosh. At least 7. Yeah. Um he so, had skin grafts just I mean just insane. He was it was yeah. just all from head to toe. He was in, it, it was horrible. Trash. Um and and um he the biggest probably the biggest problem was that he broke his back in so many places yeah. and that's just a super hard place to heal. Anyways, he's He's, um I, I mean, he's back to working, but he's not 100%. I mean, he has to walk with a cane and um I mean, he does what he can anyway, but he's going to be in pain the rest of his life. And that's yeah. just what, that's what, and he knows that he's going to be and um that he's had two or three surgeries since he's been home. And on top of the six or seven that he had while he was in the hospital right? and um, nothing is getting better. It's, you know, he's got nerve damage in his back, which you can't fix. And it, it just, the list goes on and on. Um, and so it, as an adult, I see, I, I see his frustrations. I understand them. Um, I, you know, I feel sorry for him. Of course, I don't want him to be in the pain, but then you can't help but revert back to being a child because that's my dad, you know, yeah. like I, that's, you know, I mean, and so it's hard to take the role of having to take care of him when the, you know, a lot of your life, you were just his little girl. Yep. And so
1: when it's not it's hard, let, let's it's be hard honest, to
0: just see them. Compl- it's hard to see them in pain and complain. And, you know, he's just not the same person that he yeah. was prior
1: right not yet not yet and and this may be something he's dealing with for a long time but it it is it is and i think if you and i asked both of our parents right hey was your transition to from being a friend to to helping being an emotional support system for your parents tough um i think they would mine would probably say yeah i know for my mom as a matter of fact because we were we lived closer to them. Uh, I know for my dad, it was, I would say their family was not as emotionally available for each other. And so, so, um, you know, it was, they're kind of didn't talk as much, but, um, um, and, and, but you and I would both sit here and say, uh, you know, being a team, being a part of family, like is the biggest blessing. Like our parents have both helped us out, like in ways that are, Undescribable, right there's no dollar value on it and you just do it because and so that's we want that um in terms of how we are and who we are for our parents um but but it's all it's just it's another factor and so it's when you're sitting there as you said as a little girl and you're hurting for dad there there's times you need to kind of like right we switch on to parent uh, not parent but adult mode Right, and, and can be conscientious and caring and loving, and and then there's other times when you just are going to be like, "Oh, Daddy, I I don't I don't want to have an ant. I don't know. Like I don't yeah, know what right. the answer is. I just want to love you, and I yeah. just want you. Yeah. It's that childlike mentality of I just want it to all get better."
0: Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So you want to stomp your feet yeah kick, you know and yeah. just cry and say i want but i don't want it's not fair i don't want it to be this way that's right. not fair you know yeah. just like how every kid says but yeah so yeah it's a that's been a big struggle you know to see him um hurting and you know to see him bitter and um and then, pissed you, off he's you know, just pissed yeah. off
1: you yeah. and, and and let's say this too it's frustrating cuz you go back into the hospital and you have nurses or doctors or whatever that are excited that you're getting better. And then you have ones that are just straight up looking in the face and being like, dude, this ain't going to change, man. This is not going to go away. And so you need to deal. And, and I think, which is going to take me into a whole nother squirrel here, but um, I have a major issue with um, prescribing medicine and stuff without Uh, the counseling part of it without Mm -hmm. some type of Mm -hmm. behavioral (laughs) cognitive therapy with it that involves you got to sit down and talk it out somewhere in there yeah
0: Yeah.
1: um and and if that means you come in the office you do a checkup you know what uh after we do the checkup you're pretty pissed off hang out we're gonna have somebody come talk to you for a minute you know yeah it needs to be done right there um and uh and yeah and we're
0: and we're struggling with that part with him.
1: You Which know. as a dude, I mean, I can relate yeah. to your dad because we, we were like, no, rub some dirt on it, man. And, right. and when we were young, I, I don't remember us being criers. I mean, we were just, yeah. you just kind of yeah. suck it up, buttercup. And yeah. um,
0: That's-
1: And, and it, it's, it's not at the end of the day, it's not the healthiest thing. But at, it, it's also part of um, understanding and learning that, that growth is not going to come unless there's a struggle. You know, change is not going to come unless there's a sacrifice and struggle. And as we know that and we live it and we believe it, um, then somewhere in there, we can see the value of it going from there. Um, When you're at that point that your dad's at right now, um, which is frustrating, and he's still not very far out from the accident surgery and stuff.
0: Right, and that's um, what I keep telling him too. You know, for him it feels forever. Yeah. Because he's been in pain for so long, and he's the one that had to be in the hospital that long. Yeah. But I do, I do remind him like, dude, it's not even been a year. Yeah. Like you're not going to bounce back like a 15 year old would. Yeah. I mean, you know.
1: Well, and even 15 year olds. I mean, I know some kids that went through a, a similar type things. Wrapped the suburban around a tree out here, and and they're they're still they're young but they're still fighting through things and they're going to have some yeah. pains. And, and I think about that, you know, how would you like to deal with some of those long-term pains starting out at 20 years old, you know? Yeah. So right. I, I can't, uh, I, I honestly, I can't uh, give comment on that because I don't know, but going, right. go, going back to that, we want to be a part of our team. We want to be a part of our family and we want to teach that, you know, our parents have taught us that and we want to teach that to our kids and sometimes, you know, there's certain aspects. Like my brother does a better job of talking to mom and dad, and even my sister. They communicate more regularly. My sister does a great job of communicating more regularly, um, and and it, it is something that I don't do as well. I have other things I do well, <laughs> you know. But yeah. but the three of us together kind of all contribute and help make it help make it work. Um, in your case, in your situation, it's you, you know. Yeah and so um the 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 second part of the equation with your dad's deal and and even my parents uh my dad went through some pretty rough health stuff, and he's never you know recovered hundred um, percent the second part of that is is what gets put on the other spouse right and, right in yeah. both of our cases our moms and loving and supporting them through it um. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's as long as you have purpose and you have function and you have, uh, a goal or desire in life to, to, in this case, both their moms want to help their husbands get well and get better. Um, then, then, then that really has a huge, um, effect on how they live their lives every day. Right. They get up right. with a purpose. Like they, that's part of their job, manage the medicine and manage the doctor appointments and all this stuff. Um, Um, but that wears on you as well. And, um, and so, um, it, it's, it, that's what I'll tell you. I, I think that, uh, um, my brother and my sister do a much better job of being there emotionally for my mom. And, and, uh, and I'll say sometimes I'm ashamed of how I'm not there enough for her. Um, we're close, we're tight. We sat next to each other at church this morning. Um, and I'll help her do some things this evening, but, um, it, it's not my natural wheelhouse of who I am. And so I really have to step outside of myself and remind myself to shut up and sit there and listen, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and the problem is, is that I want to remain in kid mode, you know, which is, I want to just speak my mind, you know, and I need to shift, shut up and, um, and be more empathetic and listen. And, um, so, um, do you want to share on that at all? Or.
0: Yeah, I just, I mean, as for my situation, you know, seeing my mom having or knowing that she has to, um, you know, help my dad every evening when he comes in uh, from work and, you know, he's, he's, he's in a bad mood and it, it is weighing on her. And for me, um, it's, I want, you know, I want to be there for her too and, um, you know, support her. But then I, it is easy for me to revert back to kid mode too. But, and for me, I had a different situation because I lost my arm at 10. She was always my strong body. You know, she, she was my person. And, um, you know, she, like I said, she was just strong. She was, she was my rock. And I was always able to go to her and, you know, cry or whatever. She went through all the tough stuff with me. So to see her go through a tough time almost puts me in a place of like panic because it's like, if she's not being strong, then who is? Yeah. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. You know, revert back to being a child. Yeah. And so it's like a panic almost like, oh, crap. She's she's not being strong or, you know, she's having a weak moment. And I think that's exactly, you know, where, where I struggle with it. It's like, I, you know, as an adult, I absolutely understand where she's coming from. I totally get why she would be frazzled. And I get I understand her tears, and I feel for her. But, you know, my, my baby heart, my kid heart is like, crap what are we going to do yeah if mom is if mom's crying you know what is the rest of us going to do And so that's what I struggle with
1: did you ever see um and I'm going to answer after you do did you ever see your mom go through this with her parents yes or your dad's parents where they and in some cases people assume the caregiver role but the other part of it is just like I remember my mom doing this with her parents, um, yeah. and again they were the ones that were closer to us, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as far as we lived closer together. And I and yeah. I talked to mom about it and heard it more, um, and and I remember her struggling with it. I remember it sucking yes. and and being tough, and and I remember her, you know, saying like, you know, my mom is is she's the rock, man. Right. And, and and so I think in that vein, if if I was to ask you and ask me, I think both of us would say we want to be the person that our mothers are for their family. We want to and, and we want to be the rock. We want to be the stable right. place. We want to be that. And the reality is, is that moving into that means embracing it not as a burden, but embracing it as a hey, this is what family does. You know, mm-hmm. this is what we do. Um, yeah.
0: I I had to I witnessed as an adult um my mom go through that. I was already married and um anyway her dad was really really sick um for a long time. Um his two main issues were he had neuropathy where your nerves die and you can't feel, you know, can't feel the bottom of your feet, can't feel your hands. And then it just moves forward um, from there. And then his other issue was dementia for a long time. Uh, So those two things, (laughs) those two, you know, combined are just so tough. And, um, like the doctor always said, his organs are basically keeping him alive. He never had cancer. He didn't have anything wrong with his heart. I mean, he, he had a healthy body as far as his organs go. Yeah. Um, his mind just what it wasn't there. And anyway, so he, so in that you live, you know, for like a really long time, which is so hard. I feel so bad. Always feel bad for Alzheimer's and, and and dementia because it's like your mind shuts down, but your body keeps you alive anyway. Um, so yeah, she had to, she had to care for him. Um, after his wife, after my grandma died, he lived another uh, I want to say maybe six, seven years past that. And so, yeah, she had to, they hired, you know, home health and et cetera, et cetera. It kept them at home as long as they could. And, um, she had, a, she has a lot of brothers and sisters, so that was helpful, but she had to, you know, give him a bath and yeah. change his sheets. And I mean, he, he got to the point where he was non-commutative, you know, didn't go to the bathroom on his own. So it was all that, all that stuff that you don't want to deal with. And I remember being like, this is my dad. I, sh-, you know, like, it's very hard for me to give him a bath It's you know, yeah. to mentally like go there. Yep. And, um, so yes, I had to see that. And so, yeah, you're right as adults we want to be they our moms set the example for us to kind of set the bar as far as taking care of their parents and so we in turn want to be the same but yeah it's it's really really hard
1: yeah yeah um which which is going to bring us to the last part of this since since this is going to be a long episode and uh, we'll tell you instead of apologizing for it we'll say you're welcome yeah. <laughs> but
0: you're welcome that but, we don't know how to stop talking
1: and it, it, well we you and I have apologized for it in the past and I'm going to say on this one we're not because I get the f- sense and I get the feeling and if you do resonate with this let us know reach out to us please uh it, we've said before um if you want to do that on uh through an email uh you can you can go to Samantha's website and um and shoot us an email that way but um Uh, I would love to hear if other people are understanding or relating with some of the stuff that we're talking about. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And so how do you, how do you deal with it? Um, Well, it, it comes down to, to having a schedule um, that is, is going to benefit you in terms of your self-care. And there's a little saying right here uh, that says personal power and complacency cannot coexist. Um, And, uh, and I love that. I love it because, I can't do both. Right. I can't be this powerful human being that I want to be and be complacent and and let things start to fall off. And the reason they fall off, fallen off for me is because uh, my sleep patterns got worse because I would get home at night and my brain is spinning, spinning. And so I started watching some shows. I've I've only I haven't watched um, what do you call it? Binge watching. I haven't mm-hmm. been, binge watched something since I've been um since I went through the divorce. Wow. Um and separation which is 6 years ago. Um right. I used to watch sports a lot, but we haven't had a, a true true TV in the house. We have Hulu now, but we haven't had it in the house. So the last couple nights on Hulu, um I decided to see what this Sons of Anarchy thing that everybody was talking about.
0: Oh, have you man. ever have you ever seen it? <laughs> no, but I I have
1: yeah. I hear our people talk about it all the time. So, so I'm only it's not a
0: kid, it's not a kid approved show,
1: right? Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) It gets watched at night when the kids are asleep. But, yeah, um, funny thing, I was watching it one night and one of the girls walked back in and they dropped the F bomb a couple times. I'm like, ah, man, hi, baby, what's up? Yeah. And it was, it was something about beheading somebody or something. I'm just like, oh, hi. Yeah. So, anyway, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, but, but nonetheless, but that here's what I understand too, Samantha, is that that contributed, that negative energy from that show, plus mm-hmm. not being able to sleep contributed to my, like, why didn't I choose Samantha in those moments to go back and listen to my binaural beats or to, uh, you know, impact theory on YouTube or, or my good podcasts? Why not? Shit, to be honest with you, I could have gone back and listened to my Working Cows podcast <laughs> and, and it wouldn't have brought in the negative energy that watching that show did in combination. Because yeah. if I listen to those podcasts, as I get sleepier, I lay down the, that stupid show. I watched three of them one night and it was, you know, uh, past 12 or one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, um, and, and, uh, and, and it benefits me none.
0: Right. None. It cons- yeah. It can, cons- not- the- i I did the yeah. exact same thing with um, Scandal, the show yeah. Scandal, yeah, and yeah. Um, it's re- it's not as bad as Sons of Anarchy, but it's it was pretty bad, and yeah, um, yeah I, I, like I watched the whole series, and um, this was a, a few years ago, but I remember the when it was over, like how relieved I felt, like yeah. I couldn't not watch it, you know, like it was, I mean this is binge watching for you and this is this is what happens to everybody like i was anxious to watch the next episode but after it was oh my god i'm so glad that's over like such a weight and i felt free i mean it does have an effect when you watch stuff like that that's super um negative and it a lot of you. killing a lot of yeah. you know just a lot of stuff I, yeah it's well it goes fish. back
1: to the social media problem that we have with exposing the kids to to, to with them having not just yeah. social media but having access to news all over the world we yeah. used yeah. to god did not design our brains that way we used to be able to yeah. live in this space and we knew what was going on in the world immediately around us well, um, and, and then yeah. we had tv and then yeah. and even this morning pastor ken said <laughs> you know you know what what they used to say, you know don't don't sit down in front of that TV it'll ruin your brain. Well, uh-huh. now there's statistical evidence that is pointing to the fact that people that spend too much time on their phones and social media that it is affecting our intelligence um, mm-hmm. and so And so that being said, um, y- you know I still one of the good things I've been doing, Samantha is I've s- still on Monday through Thursday, get the girls up early um, and we do our good stuff in the morning. Um, they don't like it. Some Well, most days they don't like it. Victoria <laughs> and Presley were going to go to um, do summer workouts and stuff anyway. But here's the way it's going to work in my house. And I really don't care what anybody has to think about it or say about it. But this is what we're doing. We're going to get up while I'm here. They're much more likely to do it. We're going to start our day with good, positive stuff. And then honestly, they can eat breakfast and go back to bed. I'm totally yeah. cool with that. I'd rather they not. But I'm going to be a part of helping them uh, mm-hmm. learn these, and I'm going to give them these tools, okay? Because because of the stuff that's gone on in our immediate family, um, and then because of of uh, what's uh, going on around them with social media and everything else, so we're going to get up in the morning and do it. Um, this there's a quote here that says we must parent our children to dedicate time and energy whenever necessary to ensure that no important areas of what they need to accomplish are being neglected. Now, that may sound too type A and everything else, but I agree with it a thousand percent. I don't care if it's teaching them how to quiet their mind. I don't care if it's teaching them how to grow spiritually. I don't care if it's teaching them the benefits of of self-esteem, you know, with the visualization and the self-affirmations. I do not care about it. Allowing time to sit down with them and read the word together, do dedicate uh, – Uh, devotionals together. Dedicating that time to good positive stuff is huge. Um, And if we're not doing it, they're not doing it. Guess what? Your kids are going to grow up and they're not going to have that skill set to be able to step back and and, uh, do it again. Um, So so another good thing that you can do is take a moment, have a gratitude journal, whatever you want to do. I've been journaling. Have you been journaling, uh, Samantha? Have you kind of? I know you've not been blogging as much.
0: Yeah, I haven't been doing anything. Okay.
1: So <laughs> so, so I and I just do I it did for...
0: I did the other day. I good. I take that back. When good. I jumped in back and when I realized that I was missing my yeah. routine the other morning, I did um get my notebook out and I, I did do one journal and then um so yes.
1: Okay, good. But. So so that's a positive. Um but but one of the things that needs to be on there somewhere is reminding yourself that there are opportunities and that this can make you better or better, right? It can make you better if you want it to. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I think everything makes us better because some things just suck, you know, but I do think we have the capacity to have a positive um, take on it with our family. Um, But you have to be intentional about it. Um, And, and encouraging, not just yourself um, and having, that teamwork we talked about having a people around you, a family that will help lift you up, but also, um, um, friends. Um, and, and part of my time management means that I can't stay up late and watch that crap, especially if I want to go to bed right after, you know, right. Uh, another concept, time management. Uh, so one of the things that I've committed to do, I'm going to do it today, by the way, Samantha, I realized this this morning when I was listening to my podcast with JB Glossinger, um, And, uh, is that I need to legit right now, get back in the habit of having my checklist. That's what works for me. I need to go and check it off every day. And, and what will happen is that by being able to see my wins and my losses every day, if I see emotionally, I'm starting to struggle or things are overwhelming me, then I can tie it directly back to that and see what Mm -hmm. I need to do to kind of keep the score, if you will. Um, Not everybody has to do that. I get it. But for me, visually, that's going to be something that that I'm going to do. Is there anything time management wise that you need to do different or that you need to do to help remind yourself or. Um,
0: I need to I need to set my alarm to wake up in the morning before Caleb so that I can have my my time, even if I just have 15 minutes uh, before he wakes up. It changes my, it just changes everything for me. I need to, I need to go to bed earlier and I need to wake up earlier. Right. And I think, a, I think a lot of my emotions lately are related to not sleeping well. Um, And I think part of it, I, this is kind of minor, but I think that my mattress is not good.
1: Oh, I and had then, the same issue for real. And
0: so, yeah. And so um, it's either my mattress or my pillow and or both or whatever. But anyways, yeah. I'm not sleeping good, and um, so I need to go to bed earlier so that I can wake up before Caleb. Because I just yeah. I've mentioned before I'm not a morning person at all, and um, if Caleb wakes me up, oh, it's yeah. just
1: it's a wicked. it's not it's, it's not, not a good. good start. Yeah.
0: It's not a good start and it's, you know, we can laugh about it all we want, but it's true. It's just not a good, not a good way to start my day to have, you know, my kid in my face. First thing I need to have 15 minutes to go make my coffee, come back to sit in my bed and at least read one devotion.
1: Yeah. Well, I, Um, I can tell you straight up if, if, if my kids get me up, which is almost exceptionally rare, but, um, uh and and if i get it like i there's several times last week where i got up i was tired from doing all that extra work and 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 staying right. up late and stuff um i didn't get up and get all my stuff done and and i even yeah. got so far <laughs> as to like well, I, i'm just going to meditate right here in bed um yeah. I, I legit did not get out of bed <laughs> so it was still good it was still something right but right. um and i i i saw it as a positive, but I knew that it wasn't gonna last long. How about mm-hmm. this for a quote, listen to this. Success is deeply rooted in having exceptional time management skills. We must parent our children to get their most important task accomplished first. It's natural we want to avoid stress, avoid stress, but if we can teach our children to get their most, task, most stressful tasks done first, the rest of the work they need to accomplish will be easier. And and the reason I'm reading this is because I I don't know about you. This applies to me in a huge, massive way. When I get caught in a small, non-urgent task, it pulls me away from the more important things that requires my attention Mm -hmm. that happens at work, that happens. And so imagine if you can do that, you can make sure you're doing the most important things that you need to do first thing in the morning. And then you're also teaching your kids in summertime to do the same thing. Um, there's there's goodness in it. For me, the most important thing is not work. I need to get mm-hmm. my coffee. I need to start with some good, positive stuff. I need to listen to somebody that's going to motivate me, that's going to excite me. I need to read a book and uh, uh, read the Bible. Uh, I need to have something that is good and awesome um, in the beginning. And part of that comes from uh, taking responsibility for your own flub ups, learning from it. And hopefully, you know, you, for, for, for you, Samantha, do you think you need to reinvent the wheel here? Or do you need to do something different or change things up or do you just need to get back at it?
0: Oh, I just need to get back at it.
1: All right. So, cause it worked well for you before, right? Yeah. yeah. I was fine. Yeah. I mean, I was fine. I'm just, I'm yeah, I'm burned yeah. out. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so here's, here's something that, uh, the there's an article, excuse me, not an article it is a website called medium. And, uh, I thought this was, it kind of cracked me up. Annie Atherton, Annie Atherton is her name. She's a writer. And she said, I tried seven different morning routines and here's what made me happiest. So she goes through, it's a really good article by the way. Um, and she laughs. You, The reason why I thought that, <laughs> that you would appreciate this is because she, she dogs on people that, uh, uh that are, you know, get up and go work out early first thing in the morning. Um, and she's like, you know, those people just make me want to vomit. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and I'm trying to find the, here it is exercise. Uh, And she said, then there's the old workout at sunrise regimen, a practice I regard with some degree of spite on principle alone. Is anyone more obnoxiously smug than a person who wakes up at dawn to go hit the gym? And, Uh, um, And so what finally got my attention was not the promise of fitness, but the reduced anxiety and sharper focus. So all the stuff, right. all these seven, seven things here that I'm going to share with you that she does, and you and I do between the two of us, we do all seven, but we, we don't do other things. Um, but it, it's all about reducing your stress and helping you to focus, calming you down. And in this case, um, she was talking about a friend that had had ADHD her entire life started getting up at 5 a.m., going to do it. And she eventually got herself off of coffee, um, which helped reduce her anxiety and jitters even more. So mm. here's the reason why. Um, uh, exercise increases the levels of dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine in the brain. Children who participated in a half hour exercise before school for 12 weeks showed improvement in many behaviors associated with ADHD, impulsivity, and attention hyperactivity. The reality is, is that it wins. The obnoxious fo- folk, are, of course, are correct. Um, it's it's not fun getting up and doing it, um, but there are virtually no downsides to exercise. So, do you agree with that? I mean, that's I don't know that anything yeah. else needs to be said other than that you do it and I don't. So, um, <laughs> I
0: don't do it at dawn, though.
1: That yeah. Well, but mark, you
0: yeah.
1: you get up and do it. Um, it
0: is the I mean, five days a week. It is the first thing that I do.
1: Yeah. So she talks about also about doing something escapist. You do this also for her. It's her writing. Um, you know, for me, it's it's I said this morning I, I went outside and uh, for the first time in, geez, months, maybe four months, I washed off my back patio and I just decided I, I did half of my routine this morning. And then the other half of the time I was just going to go. I, I, I uh, do it barefoot and just sit out there and washed off my back porch it's cathartic
0: isn't a a clean porch just like life-changing sometimes
1: it well you you know how I feel about my house but but yeah that the porch was something I could control and so um I I did it I
0: love cleaning off my porch yeah
1: it's the best it's the best so well it was (laughs) I have
0: a very exciting life yes
1: you do you and I are dorks um um but but like what she, she said here was um, she was happier walking into work after she got her writing and stuff down uh first thing in the morning. So number one, do something escapist. Number two, exercise. Um, number three is meditate. Um and she <laughs> here's her word. The, the reason why I picked this, by the way, Samantha is reminding me of something you would say. Um, not you you believe in meditation, but just how she writes is so quirky and right. snarky. She wrote, I almost hate to write about meditation only because it's become so trendy as to border on it's now Uh, Mm off-putting. At at the moment, I write in a cafe, two bearded dudes browsing data science jobs on shiny matching Macs and talking about the meditation app Headspace. Still, everything aside, I'm generally heartened to see more people explore the practice. Research is sown that, again, meditation alleviates stress, chronic pain, insomnia, depression, and more. And, and again, I'm just telling you guys, if this stuff affects my family and I can help my daughters uh, initiate that as a skill and I am able to help them stay off medication and stay off of uh, life-changing uh, uh, issues when they get into their 20s, 30s, and 40s, I'm not, I'm not trying to be their best friend right now. I'm trying to raise an adult that will go, hopefully get into a healthy relationship at some point. And will be able to not just hold her own, but also keep her family together, keep her marriage together, and be happy and well through these shitfires of life. Right. So, is that fair enough?
0: That's fair.
1: So she uses the uh, app called um, Insight Timer. And I think I told you about that um, from our good friend, Brooke Harris, um, who's a local counselor here that I, I do some work with our teenage leadership group. Um, but like she said, sometimes it's just five minutes a day. This one dude lowered his insulin. He was he was doing keto. Everything else couldn't get his insulin down. Lowered his stinking insulin by just meditating five minutes a day. Because when we're stressed, our insulin stays up. Did you know that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I did yeah, know that.
1: Insulin and, and cortisol. Um, do something social. Do something with people. So people that get up and have Bible study in the morning. People that get up and and go and eat with somebody else in the morning that get out and mm-hmm. do something on some level that is that way, it's much more uplifting. And uh, I have told you about the Blue Zone Project, right? The Blue Zone yeah. Project. Um, they, they talk about a, a tremendous sense of community and, and sociality within these, these areas around the world where these people live to be over 100. It's, it's a huge right. part of who yeah. they are. Um, one of them says, get right to work. So get up early, um, and get to the office early, you know, or, or start doing some, you know, after you do your morning routine, do some things to just get some stuff done when nobody else is around. So Mm -hmm. that's me. I get caught up if I'm not careful in the minutiae. And, uh, but when I stay focused, um, which I will tomorrow morning, um, I will get a ton of stuff done and I can get, I'll actually be more effective knocking out my, extra office work in the morning as opposed to trying to do it at the end of the day when I'm exhausted. Remember to give yourself uh, a um, indulge in some small luxury, chocolate, eating, um, an expenditure, whatever. In this case, Mm -hmm. she was talking about a giant cheese croissant. She would always go into this coffee shop and not get the croissant. And it says it's honestly, um, uh, um, Oscar Wilde said the only way to get rid of a temptation is to yield with it. Research suggests uh-huh. that indulging in more small luxuries, especially if they diverge from your normal routine, may bring yep. us more happiness than spending on few more extravagant expenditures. Duh.
0: I totally agree with that.
1: Foster creativity. So this is one of the ones that I really haven't done. You do really, really well. Um, and I, one of my intentions that I'm going to put down is that I'm going to um, start doing five to ten minutes of writing um, and it is going to go towards my book um, and um, it's going to be fantastic, but it's just going to be on, um, on the, the things that I'm filtering through that God's sending me um, that people send me. And um, it's, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it because I used to love to draw and, uh, and write. I love, you know, going out the ranch and working and doing that stuff. Um, and it, there's no creativity and there's really not that much kind of fun built into my morning other than we play fun music. So that's it. That's, <laughs> that's all I got. Different. How about you?
0: I don't, uh, like I said, you know, I couldn't even find my notebook before we started. So, yeah. you know, I don't have much for you today.
1: Nope. Nope. I, I, I had, I had the content. I knew that. I just, um, I, here's what I'll tell you. I think you have a ton for us, and I think uh, that I love um, how vulnerable you are and how much you share uh, it is your gift. it is a blessing um, and it shows strength my friend and uh, Thank you. yeah you and I don't uh, don't get to sit down and, and, and see each other face to face very often, but uh, um, everybody that knows you and follows you knows that um, that you have it. And the biggest blessing, like what people and our listeners want to know and hear is that, you know what? We screwed it up, man. I'm struggling. I'm frustrated. Yeah. I'm pissed. And there's people out there right now, Samantha, that aren't doing anything. What would be your advice to them? Where Where should they start, do you think? If they're literally, they're bummed, they're frustrated, maybe depressed, maybe already on med- medication, maybe not. Life is in the shitter. They're just really at a tough place what would you tell them? What's the one or two you'd say, Hey, start right now and just do this.
0: Uh, Start right now and write down why you're mad. Yeah. Write down four, four things that have you worried, mad, sad, whatever, Bob, you know, your burdens, write down Mm -hmm. four burdens Mm -hmm. and offer them to God. That's, that is what I did the other day. I read a devotion and it was like, God, reminded me like he, no matter how big or small, whatever's bothering you, he wants you to give them to him. Yeah. And so I would say do that and then go do something for yourself. Like you were just mentioning those small indulgences or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, it, the small indulgences is not gonna, you know, break your diet or, you know, break the bank or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go, go get you the, whatever kind of super special coffee that you like, do it one time you know go mm-hmm. whatever but that's what i would do I, that's what i would say is offer your offer your burdens and and physically write them down it helps to physically write it out it helps for your hand to pick up the pen and write it down and say it out loud right. and then go do something for yourself just start that's easy that's easy you know for a one you know start one day and that it's it's doable.
1: so so what would the what what one habit should they have in the morning do you think if they're starting
0: oh one habit in the morning mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i would say a devotion or a prayer you know five minutes ten minutes something
1: like that so prayer quiet time so so meditation something. meditation yeah yeah and um and so i'm a, actually would even say i'm a, i would put devotion kind of in a different category um because my big be deal and you can agree or disagree with me my big deal with uh, the quiet time is I literally want to tell my brain to stop thinking. Like I want,
0: oh yeah. and,
1: and your brain cannot focus on two things at one time. And so mm-hmm. when I do a devotion, I'm thinking about what those person's words are, right? It's their right, translation right. of how, what they want you to see or, or something. And so for even when I try to pray or when I not try to pray, haha, when I am praying, I'm praying, whether I'm, I'm thankful or, or, you know, there's, there's blessings or there's, you know, I'm asking God for something or I'm saying, you know, why is this or whatever else? When I get to that point where I meditate and I'm just like shutting her down, right? I'm focusing on my breathing or focusing on my breath. And for me, it takes about 20 minutes for me to really get there. But we know there's benefit in doing it for five. Um, That really is, is what is kind of, and this is what, to be honest with you, This is what when when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, this is what I think he was doing, you know, like like just just being quiet, you know, just existing in God's space and his universe and just being quiet. I think if we have this constant dialogue, whether it's with other humans or with God, um, even though there's blessings, tremendous blessings in it, there's too much research that that shows that when we're able to quiet our brain things slow down. We're less depressed. We're less scattered. We have less issues with ADD and stuff. So, so that's, that's, that's my only, uh, I guess, adjunct I'd say on that. Um, yeah, so I, I agree. I yeah. mean,
0: or the, uh, for me, my personal preference is to read a devotion first yes. and then meditate after that. Perfect. Awesome. I just, awesome. that's, that's my routine. Love it. That's love it. What I like to do. Okay, so. so
1: so that and and I I love that, and I'll just agree with that because I think that uh, is awesome. And literally, if you're not sure, we talked to you about Insight Timer. It's a free app. Six thousand meditations on there, and you're literally wanting to just get in there and quiet your brain and just be quiet about it. The other blessing mm-hmm. of that, in my case, I do both. I do some prayer and I do uh, some yeah. some meditation where, um, cause I want to have that conversation with God. Um, yeah. and, um, and when I do things are well, um, one of the things that, that I would challenge that person to do is, um, what's your highest life priority, um, for transformation today. And what does that mean? That means, okay. So, so what's the number one thing that's pissing me off money. Okay, cool. So what, do, what do I need to do about it? Well, um, maybe I need to. Come up with a plan for that. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe it's a budget. Maybe it's get rid of your, your debit card and start working with just cash only. Maybe maybe it, it's
0: deleting Amazon like me.
1: Maybe it's deleting an app. No, seriously. That is huge. Yeah. That is huge. So so for me, one of the things I've been talking about and we haven't done is going back to Dave Ramsey. And I don't know how I'm going to run my business and run my personal life without a debit <laughs> card because it's it's that much easier. But I'm going to work on it. And uh yeah. it's something I'm gonna be intentional about. So Samantha, you're awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, um, I'm
0: glad that we I am I was really missing this. Miss yeah. we had been a while since we'd like we mentioned had had a podcast, but I mean, you know, we had busy busy things going on. So but I was definitely I got to the point where I was like, Oh, I miss I missed that. Yeah, and so yeah. it was good. I'm glad that we were able to find time to do it.
1: It was good. It was good. It was a blessing. Um, we want to uh, continue to love you guys and support you guys. And we appreciate you all supporting and loving us. Uh, if you, if you like this podcast, like it for us, spread the word. So you guys can tell this is a, uh, this is a thing that we do because we have passion about um, our journey and about the lives that we, uh, that we're leading. Uh, as as messed up and jacked up as it is some days and as amazing and beautiful as it is others and that we know that through our struggles and uh, sacrifices that uh, good things will come of it and we just know if we share that god will use it for his glory and his purposes and uh, so we want him to be glorified as we walk through it thanks everybody um for for listening today And, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start with mine and say, uh, love your day and love the ones you with and Samantha,
0: be kind, follow your light and be blessed.
1: All right. God bless. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.